0: Here is my reality reflection for today. You were chosen and you were born and are living for such a time as this. I know it sounds crazy. I've often thought I would love to be back in the 50s where women stayed home and took care of the family. You know, you could get things for a nickel. The money actually was worth something. You didn't have to have two families bringing home the bacon, or at least not believe that you had to have that happen. You can always make it work. I was in the time where families were torn apart. Women's lib. While I wasn't in the the 60s, the drug time, I was born in the 70s, and by the 80s, it was all about the material world right? Madonna even had a song about it. And I know that I was living that life for a reason now. But at the time, I thought, is this all there is? And I really never thought about my life. I never really thought about heaven and hell and the afterlife and what happens when you die. I wasn't a spiritual person. I didn't talk about God. I didn't. I was a social cultural person. So whatever any politician said, even not even politician, maybe, you know, maybe it was more, actually, I know it was more the actors and actresses and athletes, because those were the people that I knew more of. Of course, I knew who the president was, but I didn't know who people are like I do today. And I didn't really want to talk about news or politics. Why? Because I didn't know anything about it. So I stayed with my pop culture stuff. And actually, probably around 38, 39, I'd say that was probably when Obama was in office. And I started listening to Radio, talk radio not just radio so I did start to get a little bit into politics and I would talk to my mom and dad about it but I never obviously talked about religion that was me <laughs> to find out on my own and to bring into my family with stories we're in this mess because Satan who rules this world has convinced many of us to live his perverted way of living. It's okay if you get divorced and you rip your family apart. Look at the kids that don't have fathers at all in their life. Look at how life in and of itself is questionable in terms of its value. If you're not born... You don't have the same value or rights as anybody else, which is totally wrong. Look at how women want to be like men. And now men want to be like women. In sports, because they couldn't cut it in their own biological field, right? They weren't good enough to compete with other men, so they're trying to take over women's sports. You had divorce, was very rare when I was young. And now it's just as normal as getting up and going to work, getting up and going to school. The schools have been brainwashing our kids. The, the programming on TV from very young ages. Do a search on Disney. And sex... And grooming, you'll probably get the most recent stuff on the grooming, but put like, I don't know, you could even put the word Illuminati. There's a lot of them in there, but there are things that are in the shows for kids that shouldn't be for kids. Many people don't even know this. So I think for us to be alive at this time, is to help educate that there has always been evil on earth. Always. It goes back to Adam and Eve, and it goes back to Cain and Abel, and it goes back to Esau and Jacob. There are lines of evil people, and they have done destructive things. And for God to punish Sodom and Gomorrah like he did, he must have been so disgusted with the way in which people were treating other people through the way that they were living using drugs, being drunkards, and just having sex all the time with different people, having orgies, having homosexual sex, just being perverted. Unlike how God taught us and how God said would make us so happy, which would be finding that perfect person if you're called to marriage and being chaste with that person, meaning you don't have sex with anyone else, not even that person, before you get married in the holy matrimony because it's three people that get married. It sounds so ancient and dark ages for us to talk about this to our kids, but we can honestly say, let's think about it. Child, daughter, if you're not having these discussions with your kids, you'd better start male and female because the man needs to know, he needs to respect the woman, her body, her virginity, and be Real sure that he isn't the first one that's going to take it, especially outside of marriage, because then he is causing her to sin, her to to be in in a state of mortal sin, going straight to hell. And girls, oh my goodness, how horrible is it? Because women just want to be liked. We want to be loved. And a lot of the time we've been talked into having sex or doing things that we don't want to do because we think that it's going to make that person love us more. And this isn't just a thing with girls. This was something that, you know, came to me in my early adult life because I had a perverted view of love. My view was to be desired, to be attractive, that comes first, then comes love. And if they want to do something with you sexually, that's because they've got the hots for you. And then when they don't call or when you really think that they liked you and you gave in and you gave up your body, and then all of a sudden, boom, you get dropped like a hot potato and the, and the feelings of despair and, And the feelings of being completely used and abused don't go away. We bury them. This is why I would just love to talk to young adults. Young adults. Because this can go on into your 50s and 60s. If someone is that damaged with love, they're going to seek it in other places, whether they're married, or they're single, or even if they've been called to the religious life, if they still have this pull to that temptation and to what what Satan wants us to believe that it's okay. Hook up with whoever you want to. You are the only thing that matters. Whatever makes you happy, do it. And that's the lie. That's the trick because it doesn't make you happy. And when we damage what God has planned for us, we have a lot other, a lot more, I should say, things that we have to deal with and we have to take care of because we've stepped out of his plan, which he made because it makes us not just happy, but free from feeling all of those guilty feelings those used feelings, those feelings that are seeking something that is not of God and is not God. We just come up empty all the time. So this is what our families need to hear. No matter what age our kids are, we need to talk to them about life We need to talk to them about the Bible. We need to talk to them about how God wants us to live and why He wants us to live that way. It's not just to make us miserable and keep us within this narrow path that is so hard that everybody hates life. It's actually quite the contrary. Because once you get away from those sins, once you stop watching that pornography and cheating on your spouse by watching it, because that's what you're doing, and you're also putting all these poor people who are damage themselves. You're objectifying them. Some of them may not even be there in their own will. They're trafficked. Some of them are a lot younger than what you think. So you could even be, you know, looking at someone who is a child, literally like statutory rape kind of stuff. And when does it stop? When you want to watch the harder things or the weirder things? I mean it, like this is this is the problem because it doesn't fulfill anything. It's a moment of I don't know, I guess satisfaction one could say. But that moment is gone so fast and then you have to look at yourself and say, "Oh my gosh, now I got to go take this to confession." And then it weighs on you and then you feel horrible and this is why we When we call on God to save us from this kind of stuff, we are finally free. And that word free is so appropriate. It's so true. And I want you all free. And I want your kids free. And I want your friends free and your family free. So let's, on this solemnity of St. John the Baptist the one who heralded and paved the way for the Lord, lived out in the woods, ate wild honey and locusts, right? I mean, this guy didn't have a strong drink. He didn't like sin for diddly. He was the pillar of truth and didn't care who called him out. He had his head chopped off for crying out loud because of of what he speaks, which is truth to people who don't want to hear it. And I'm not sure he did it in love when he got his head chopped off because he was like, you cannot have your brother's wife. We can do it a little easier. And it's really just telling the stories in the Bible and telling the stories of our own life. Because I'm telling you, there's no person who has had sex before marriage or who has had a hookup one night stand or something like that who has not felt horrible about it? And if you hadn't felt horrible about it, why didn't you feel horrible about it? Ask that question. Okay. I'm going to let you get on with today, but start praying to God, Lord, help me speak your truth, especially now. Help me explain why this whole transgenderism is wrong, why homosexuality is wrong. I'm still going to do my video one of these days. I promise. But it is not what God wants. And this is perverted evil that is out there. And they are coming after our children in every single way, through the TV, through the schools, through the libraries through wherever they can get them. And we need to be aware. Our grandchildren and their parents need to be aware. And we need to save them from this evil. Now is the time. We've all been put here on this earth for such a time as this. So let's get that courage. Let's Research and find our stories, our personal stories as well. Because sharing and being vulnerable with people, sharing our own mistakes, make us relatable, gets us off of this little high horse so that we can meet that person where they are and love them. And this is a loving message. I'm not chastising anyone. I'm just saying, look, we've got to speak. We cannot be silent anymore. We can't look at Jesus and say, I was afraid of the labels of this crazy, crazy world and that maybe my kids were going to hate me, my grandchildren, whatever. No, we speak, we listen, and we have a conversation. Okay, my husband's walking all over the ceiling above me, so I am going to go. I love you all find something more with God, find that courage, find that story, find that love, that unconditional love that you want to share. And that is typically God in his ways. (laughs) Have a blessed and inspired day.